What up, what up? Thank you for listening to Compass Unfiltered. I am your host, Checo. And this is your co-host, Noe. Eso sí, eso sí. Tonight, bro, or today, tenemos este dos compas, uh, colegas, este, but we're not talking about music today, man. We're going to be going into uh, some COVID talk. And these compas are actually RNs, man. El compa Ed, compa Charlie. What's going on, brothers? What up, what up? Welcome. What's Thank going on, guys. guys, man? Thanks for having us. Yeah, Amiga, el compa Charlie. Aquí andamos, listos. Eso sí, eso sí. So today, bro, we're going to be talking about COVID, man. Estos compas, pues, they're RNs, so they'll be able to um, chime in and give us more information than what, you know, I could give you guys or, you know, whatever. But uh, let's start off with El Compa Noe, man. He he got back. He tested positive for COVID. Obviously, he's negative now. I lied. Get back. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> No, no. We're, not, fuck this. <laughs> we're, we're, we're six feet apart. No más que no se ve. De. No se ve. No, no. Pues, um, unfortunately, uh, I did I did catch COVID, you know, and um, that was early October. And we, we went through the whole thing. Um, it was a good, a good, probably like five, six days of nonstop fevers and, you know, all the symptoms that you get, the whole chills and... I didn't get much headaches, but definitely lethargic, you know, no zero energy, ask away, no taste buds, stuff like that. Um, the stuff that everybody is kind of, you know, seeing the most. Um, and the toughest part I was telling you guys earlier was probably the quarantine for, for the kiddos, you know. Two of my kids, I mean, they tested positive. Uh, thank God they didn't have any symptoms. They just, you know, they tested positive. Um, but, yeah, we, we, we went through the whole thing. It was 30 days of, of quarantine, bro, for the whole family, it's, you know, not seeing, you know, parents or whatever. Yeah, that's hard. That's Definitely hard. Definitely hard. Shout out to everybody that, that stopped by the house to drop off stuff at the door, food, you know. That was a lot of help. Definitely okay. blessings. So for, for people who actually uh, compare this and, and um, to, like, the flu, mm-hmm. that's, what, that's, that's the comparison. You know, mm-hmm. the flu or it's a cold, it's, it's just like it. As far as your experience, like, how do you compare that to the flu? Or, or like a common cold? Like to me, I feel like whenever you catch a cold or, or a flu, I always think that it's like a good, you know, uno or dos días, de, you know, like feeling lethargic or fever. But then I, get, I remember like after that, you're kind of like, moquiento or, you know, whatever. But after that, you're kind of good. This was a good five, six days of like nonstop fevers. I don't, I don't remember a flu being that way, but... Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Did you lose your taste at all? You know, yes. a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I, I couldn't taste I anything. I couldn't taste I anything at all. I had a lot of like, como asco. You know, like, I'm a big fan of coffee. As you guys can see, I'm drinking my coffee now. I swear I couldn't, I couldn't drink a coffee, dude. I couldn't, I couldn't enjoy it. I didn't want it. And that I, I was the weirdest thing to me. And even after like the, those five, six days, that second week, and every day it felt like you, you're getting a little bit better, like slow progress. You can't really tell what's changing. But every day I would tell my wife, like, all right, today I think I feel a little bit better. Like, all right, I feel a li-. every day was the same. Like, man, I feel a little bit better. But I couldn't tell her, like, what was changing. I just felt slightly. A little better. Right. Um, but I still couldn't drink coffee. And she's like, man, I don't enjoy my coffee if we don't drink it together. I'm like, well, dude, I'm not ready yet. Like, I can't. Like, I don't need. No más de pensar, we. I was like, I, I don't want it, you know? So were you say you weren't, you weren't eating or? I wasn't eating for sure for the first week. Like, she would try to feed me soup and like, you know. Nada, you couldn't no taste quería, anything no, at all. I couldn't taste it. I didn't want it, you know. I just wanted to be in bed. And I don't remember a flu being like that. Like, I, I feel like a flu, like, you, yeah, you get, tu you know, cal, at night. Tu caldito de pollo italiana. Yeah, italiana, yeah. so una noche de calentura and like chills and you're like, all right. You know, that next day you feel better. 
And I feel like this one was definitely, it attacks your body a, a bit different, for sure. It definitely is attacking a lot of parts of your body because no taste buds. My wife lost sense of smell, too. She still hasn't gotten yeah. it back. Um, and that's early October. And she's still like, dude, I can't smell anything, you know? So I feel like this is definitely a harsher, harsher virus. Um, and it definitely attacks the body in, in different ways, bro, than, than a flu. I'm sure. You guys want to chime in on that? I mean, as far as... Well, Some of his symptoms or When I got sick, that was... Uh, and you had it too? I got it back in the beginning of March. Oh, you were early. Early. You were, you were an early bird. When, uh, when you we were, were one of the, the first trials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you were... So, oh, that's when you came back from Wuhan. Or where? <laughs> Wuhan. Oh, those, those things they, they dropped the bomb in my neighborhood, so we, we got it. And, uh, man, it was, it was rough because... Um, well, first of all, when we were at work... Um, we would get patients that would come from the hospital and they would just have this terrible cough, difficulty breathing, you know, shortness of breath, I guess you call it, and all the other symptoms, right? But we didn't, they weren't testing for it yet. We knew it was in the country, right, out west. Right. And uh, <clears throat> the very, very first days of March, and we get them at our place for rehabilitation, physical therapy. They'll be there for like, let's say, a month or two. And then, they would just decline. Their breathing, their oxygen would drop, um, and we'd send them back out to the emergency room. Then we start getting calls that they're positive. Like, oh, now they're testing. After we were taking care of them, and we didn't have the precautions in place yet, like we have now. So uh, the employees started getting sick. So by precautions, you mean like just washing your hands? Like, no, no, like Not the <laughs> isolation. What I see, yeah, tienen todo. Isolation, isolation mask, Yeah, like the masks, like the gowns, like everything, you know? Like, it's pretty much every single person that comes in now, they have to be on quarantine in their room for 14 days. So now, do you guys test there with you guys or no? Yeah, we, we test. For us, we're getting tested twice a week. What oh, about wow. patients? Are you guys testing patients? So if you're talking about up to 100, roughly let's say 115 patients that could fit there, plus all the staff, which probably in total would be, I'd say maybe like 75. Staff and members. then you guys are now taking care of COVID patients as well then there? Yeah. Well, Or what happens in, when in, they're pos- positive? We test as soon as they walk in the door. Okay. But we have rapid testing now. So it's, yeah. I think, like 15, 20 minutes, you get a little machine. Oh, wow. A little big machine like that. And um, So what happens if they're positive? You guys just keep them? And- we, we have to keep them. But then it's, it, it doesn't really change because we're already doing, we're already yeah. treating them like they have COVID. But, uh, you know, when we first started, we didn't have all that. Yeah. So, so what about, what about your, your guys' yeah. rooms and everything? Do you guys, did you guys have to open up like reverse isolation rooms or... So it's just the regular room for everybody. Those those that facility is wired like like a house. You know, it's all they're all, it's all interconnected. Mm. So we don't have reverse isolation rooms with their own, you know, HVAC system and filters so tec- and all So that. technically, chingana su madres todos. If the, I got it, if I got it, it'll hit you. You'll hit you through the back system somehow. Yeah, you're in isolation. You're in your room, but it doesn't matter because events are all connected. Now. Like in the movies, you know. Like I'm glad you guys brought that up, dude, because so in my household, as soon as I tested positive and then the baby, which is a, a year and a half, tested positive, my wife's like, dude, what are we going to do? Like the baby's everywhere in the house. Like, yeah, me, I can stay in the basement. I'll be isolated, yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah, the vents are still interconnected. But I mean, at least you're kind of, well, 
we didn't isolate because of the baby. Dude, the baby's everywhere in the house, puts everything in his mouth, touches everything. <laughs> so it's like, what do you do, right? So the strangest thing is my wife tested negative multiple times. So she never tested positive, but yet she was in the house with us. I mean, how does that work? I mean, is it the testing? Is it, I mean, she just didn't get it? Okay, okay, onda. What do you guys think about that? Is that just a strange thing? I think personally, I think it's that if they, if let's say you wait a little bit too long mm -hmm. after you're sick or after you feel some symptoms, mm -hmm. then your body already, let's say, made the antibodies, took care of it, so you're going to test negative. So there's a, I think there's a small window personally that, that you have to get tested in. Mm -hmm. Let's say you're sick for three, four days and your body gets on it, then you're going to test negative for it, I think. But yeah, I've seen that a lot. A lot of patients, uh, a lot of coworkers, I mean, are they haven't gotten sick, you know, since this whole thing started, are now coming up positive, and they don't have any symptoms. Like they're they're at work, yeah, they're at work yesterday, and then we got tested twice a week, and then tomorrow we find out that they tested positive. And they so were now they're, are they doing? And then they continue to work. They have to stay no, at home. I, they they have they send them home. And then have you guys done any antibody testing? No. Okay. Mm -mm. I don't know. I think um, I think it all depends. I, I think, um, you know, I guess you guys are all living together and everything. But I don't know. Some part of me says that, you know, as long as you're you're washing your hands, you know, it's it's like the flu, you know. You know, let's say when I used to live at home, my brother got sick or something, you know, as long as we were washing our hands, we were doing good. Um, we did okay, and yet he was the only one sick. Um, I think part of me feels like that's what it is now. I mean... You know, I feel like as long as you're, you know, you're washing your hands, you're, you're making sure you're safe. Um, even if you live in that same household, I mean, you know, you might just not get sick. And, and or maybe, you know, like Charlie says, if, if you maybe you miss that window or, you know, you, you test positive, but you have no symptoms. Because, I mean, there is patients that that keep testing positive. But, you know, at, at you know, I work at a hospital and, and it's like every week we have different You know, we get emails and, and, you know, everything's updated. So this, you know, last week you had to wait, you know, two tests of them being negative before you send them out to like a regular floor. Now it's like, you know, this week they're saying that, you know, they could still be positive, but show no symptoms. It's just going to stay in their system forever. And they're always going to show positive. Well, and, now they're saying up to three months, them out, right? You know? Yeah. So it's like, if they show no symptoms, now you're fine. You know, so everything's been different every Every week, you know, every week is different. I mean, every, you don't know what to expect now. You're just like, okay, just go with whatever the flow is, you know, this week. When yeah. when I was at home, when I got the COVID, um, I was already quarantining because we already had cases at work, right? Employees were getting sick and all that too. And so at the back door of the house, I would take off my work clothes, go down the stairs to the basement, shower. That's a, that's a third bathroom. And then run to the second floor of the house. And just stay in the master bedroom. And then I have a shower up there, too. So and you wouldn't see your family? How long did that last? And how did how was that? That was months. Wow. Months. But then, I, but then you, you know, with, with everything, you start getting comfortable. And then Sl slowly, and then slowly started, started mm -hmm. coming back around um, little by little. But, man, it was, it was tough at first. But, like we were saying, nobody got sick in the house. Nobody else got it. But nobody else has gotten tested in the house except for my son, because he he had like a little fever one day. He came back negative. But so know. is that is that like what you guys did too when when this all kind of started? Did you guys kind of stay away from from family? Yeah, yeah. Like I back definitely. in March or whatever, you know, when yes. everything hit. 
It was it was mainly uh, for, at least for myself, uh, me and my sisters. We would stay away from like my parents. Uh, estamos acostumbrados cada domingo vamos a ir con yeah. mis jefes, and yeah, we stopped that for months, bro. I, I think it was around uh, Father's Day. That's when we're like, man, pues, fuck go. it, like let's just go, let's just go see them. You know what I mean? It's Father's Day. Let's go. we gotta go see my pops. That's when we started going around more around the family, and I think that's when at the time that people started getting Everybody more comfortable. comfortable. Everybody was getting more comfortable, and kind of like. Kind of, I want to say second guessing, maybe kind of like, is, is this shit all bullshit, you know? Um, but let me backtrack a little bit, bro. Companoy, uh, but wasn't your wife sick before you, though? So she she caught something that, so let's put it in perspective. I remember we went on an anniversary dinner October 5th. That was pretty much the last time that we were out of the house, right? Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. So we got back, and then that day, she's like, I'm not feeling right. You know what I mean? So... Then the next day, she's she had a fever, chills, whatever, right? And that lasted probably like two or three days of her kind of saying like, oh, I don't, I don't feel good. I have a fever. I'm lethargic, whatever. And then I had a slight cough. And I was feeling fine. I, I remember we were supposed to do a podcast. I'm like, I got a little bit of cough, dude, but I, I'm, I suffer from allergies. So automatically, I'm like, dude, this is normal for me. This, is ha- this happens every year. And I told Checo, like, I'm good, bro. I don't feel any, nothing. I don't have any symptoms other than the cough. And it's probably just my drainage, you know? It's draining to the back of my throat, whatever. Um, and then that weekend, he, he canceled the podcast. I don't know what happened. It didn't happen, right? And I was like, I told Checo that Friday. I'm like, dude, I'm glad we're not doing it, bro. Because, you know, you never know. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, it's, it's probably a good thing. And that weekend, bro, shit just went downhill. You know, like for me, Saturday, Sunday. And then after that, it was like, bam, got worse every day. I'm like, holy shit. And then I went to get tested that Wednesday, boom, positive. Um, but yeah, my, you're, you're right. My wife was the first one that kind of felt sick, but we tested the same day. She came back negative, and then we waited, I believe it was uh, 10 days, and we tested again, and I came back negative, she came back negative, but my kids then ended up you know, testing positive. But yeah, she never tested positive, which is, to her, is puzzling, you know, it's, crazy but uh what i think and you guys can correct me if i'm wrong um i think she probably did have it bro and but she never got an antibody test so i mean we you kind of don't know if she really did have it you know what i mean i mean could it could you say you're saying it's almost kind of like a small window and if she was already sick and you guys didn't test till like a week after we didn't test till that yeah like I mean, she was already kind of like so it was, was a week ago what day did she have the symptoms i would say october 7th we yeah. So we didn't test to October 14th. <laughs> so seven days later. Yeah, so we didn't tested. test to October. I know my test was October 14th. So she was definitely sick a week that that previous week, you know? So it's hard. It's yeah, hard. it's very. I think it's very hard because even anti- antibody testing is, you know, it's like a hit or miss. We, when I think it was either back in like May or June um, where I work at, I was about to say the name. So we go, no. We'll edit that out. Where I work at. Um, <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> Scores. <laughs> just, just start naming names, bro. Yeah, okay. yeah where, I, where I work at, you know, we started doing, um, they started doing antibody testing for, for employees. So if you wanted to get it done, um, you could go ahead and do it, right? So I was like, fuck it. You know, I'm going to get it done. Because I was like, for sure. I'm like, I have to have He said, let's waste resources. I was like, no. I was like, you know what? I'm like, I have to have antibodies. You know what I mean? I've I've been, you know, when this all hit, when it hit home, um, you know, when this all started here that, you know, que en febrero empezó todo este pedo. And then marzo, you know, you started getting hit with this. 
um, back in March, uh, we got hit pretty bad, you know, and, 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 and I like what I do. You know, I like being a nurse. I work uh, in an ICU intensive care. So it's, it's pretty, you know, high acuity. And when, when this first started, our sister hospital, which is a small hospital close to us, um, got hit worse than us. You know, they started getting all these patients and, and it was like a shit show. You know, everybody was like, damn, this other hospital is having a bunch of patients. Like, they're super sick. They're all, you know, on the ventilator. Everything's really bad. They're like, you know, does anybody, if they need help, you know, they don't have nurses. Some of their nurses got sick. You know, is there anybody that's willing to help? And I was like, you know, what's up? <laughs> Let me go. So then I was like, all right. And I told my girl and she's like, no, you're crazy. Like, why would you go over there? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's go check it out. You know, obviously, you know, there's is she, people. Is your wife a nurse too? No, she works. Oh. Uh, she works. Uh, she's a surgical tech. So she's in the okay. hospital and okay. everything. Well, she's in the field too. Yeah. So and she's like, no, you're crazy. She's like, you shouldn't do it. And I was like, you know what? Let's go see what's going on. Let's go see what, you know, what all this is about. I mean, at that point we were seeing. Um, New York that got hit first, you know, it was like New York was all over the ner- the news, you know, it was like, you know, they had like trailers full of bodies and they didn't even know where to put people and all this stuff. So I was like, let's go check it out. So I did. And, you know, aparte they were giving a bonus. So I was like, you know, whatever, if you're going to do something, you might as well, you know. This was before the stimulus. Yeah, this was, uh, <laughs> no, cuando llegó el stimulus, yo ni me acuerdo. Ya, ya, ya se lo había gastado, compa. No, el stimulus llegó en abril, que no? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it was, I think it was April, <laughs> wasn't it? I don't it? count that one. I'm waiting for my second one. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Ya no te va a llegar, güey, ya valió No, so then, so then, it was, yeah, it was before the stimulus. Todavía no sabía que me iba a llegar otro bono, pero this was in March. So then right away in March, I was like, you know what? Whatever, let's do it. So I did. I went to that other hospital. And I remember walking in there, and first of all, I didn't even know this hospital. I'd never been in there. I was like, whatever, let's just do it. It was one unit. So I walk in there. Everything is, it was like, it was like a, you know, it was like a scene out of a movie. It was a fucking shit show. Everybody is like, you know, everybody's wearing all these gowns, these masks, everything. Like, you, you didn't know who was who. I just walked in there, and I was like, hey, you know, I'm here to help from this other hospital. And we were like, oh, thank you. You know, this is where you changed. I went, got scrubs, changed, and everything. And it was crazy, you know, I mean, people were so sick. I hadn't seen it yet. I hadn't seen it. You know, I hadn't seen these patients being sick. But that night, um, I remember it was it was it was a small community hospital. And, you know, they only have the one doctor and that one doctor that whole night was busy as can be. I was like, man, these guys are getting their money's worth. You know, they're they're intubating people left and right. Like you could hear codes overhead. And it was a shit show. And I did it for like two weeks. And I was like, man, this is this is crazy, you know, so this is what's going to be going to our hospital next. So I did it for those two weeks. I went back to my hospital and then we started seeing a lot of people at our hospital. We started making they even made uh, our own unit. Pretty much they made a, a unit in the like in the first floor of the hospital. They opened up a unit. They made it and it's now it's legit like called the COVID ICU. Um, so it's got a bunch of people in there now. So I was like, man, you know, so we got tested, I think in like June for antibodies. So I was like, man, I've been around this so much. I was like, I have to have it. You know, I have to have it. I'm like, I'm sure like, you know, you, you wear all your PPE that they want, you know, they want you to wear all this protective gear or whatever. And you do, but I'm like, there has to be like a little loophole somewhere that I must've gotten something. And you know, you can have antibodies. That doesn't mean that you get sick. And I got tested and I was like, what the hell? Like nothing. I was like, I don't have anything. So I was like, whatever. But then I had other coworkers that got tested and they have the antibodies, but yet they don't, you know, they never got sick. They don't feel anything. Um, they never had anything. So I don't know. I think it's like a hit or miss, you know, but who knows? But also what I had heard, bro, and you guys can obviously correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're, um, 
Typo for blood. It's like less less of a chance, or you less or likely. it's less like yeah, less <laughs> less likely, or or you won't get symptoms or something like that. Have you guys heard anything like that? Like as far as like I have, yeah, type? I've never heard about anything about blood type. Honestly, I, I'm not too I'm not too good with blood types. I just get blood and give it. But I haven't heard anything about blood type. I know now um, when it first started at the hospital. So um, going back to how we're like treating now, you know, at first we didn't know what to do. Like every everything at the hospital, you know, you heard it on the news. They were like, oh, they're they're giving this like hydrochloroside or whatever that they were using. And so they were giving that at first. And then they're like, okay, let's give this. And then later it was like, no, it's not this anymore. It's this. So it's like now I feel like when it first started, we didn't know what to use. And then now everybody's kind of getting the same thing. So everybody gets on this thing called remdesivir, which everybody gets it. And then now pretty much everybody who's getting sick is getting plasma, which is basically a block, a blood product that's been taken away from patients that have had COVID and recovered. So now we're giving them plasma to pretty much help them recover as well and everybody's getting it now so now everybody's getting it and i think it's supposed to be helping out honestly i think you know maybe charlie sees it a little better than i do i work in the you know like i said i work in the icu so really i feel like i never get to see and it sounds kind of bad but i feel like i never really get to see people get better because every time i get to work i'm taking care of the sickest patients and half the time you know a lot of them unfortunately end up passing or you know we just see them get worse and not get better but i believe there's i mean there's a bunch of patients that are getting better and you know i think you you probably see it more than i do um i got to see patients get better from it i got to see patients that didn't get too sick from it either but generally they're all elderly uh patients that that we saw um the place where i work at i'd say half of it is a long-term care so it's patients that are older, they live there, let's say they're 70, 80, 90 years old. So I've been working at this place for two years, I get to know these people, and then they just get, you know, they just get COVID handed to them, and they get taken out. So when I was working in the COVID unit, it sucks, you know, because taking care of these people, I've known for a couple of years, and, and they're out, you know, just giving them morphine and lorazepam, just to keep them comfortable, that's it. And they're on, uh, what do you call it, they're on uh, hospice. Yeah. So then, you know, when once they die, well, their family, they would let the family come in for like an hour or two just to see them. They hadn't seen them in months. Mm-hmm. And but at that point, they're freaking dead already, you know. So And is that like see them directly or is it yeah. just through glass? So like, so like they would, right now, right now you can come in and see them for like if you make an appointment. Even if they're COVID positive? No, 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 no. no. But like overall, you can only go like see them through like the window. Right, but back then nobody could come in the building at all, and they would just do them a favor and let them come in and see them before you know they took them to the morgue. Jeez. But making that, you know, I mean, for me, I where I work, I have to make that phone call. <clears throat> so like, hey, you know, like your dad died. Damn. You know, so that sucks. But especially when they don't see their family on top of it, and it's like, oh, your dad died because of COVID. And it's like, fuck. So you, know? do you guys got to see, get to see like people pass, right? So we. And I'm going to speak for you, Checo, too. Yeah, we have probably relatives or, or family members or friends of family, you know, that, that say, oh, this person passed from COVID or this person passed from COVID. But mostly our numbers are from TV, right? We are, oh, 120,000 people died from COVID already or whatever. But you guys are actually seeing people pass like day to day, right? I mean, how how is that impacting your mental? Like, 
because you're getting to see that it's, it's real, right? Because we, I only see it as a number, but you guys are dealing with it and, and seeing people pass daily. I think, you know, at, at first, when, again, when this all started, um, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm used to it, right? But, um, but I mean, it's, it's what I do. You know, that's my job. I, you know, my mom always says, I, how do you get used to it? You know, how is that normal? Um, but I do see people pass, you know, a lot because of, of working in the intensive care unit. So it's like, it, it's hard, you know, but you kind of get used to it. And then when I, when I went to those two weeks that I went to help out this sister hospital, mm-hmm. it was just like a whole different thing. I was like, holy shit, you know, there's people that are 40s that are passing away, you know, people that are in their 50s. And, you know, and even people that are 70s, I mean, I think that's a young age still, you know, you, you there's people that you look at and are like 80, 80 and look, you know, they look 10 years younger, 20 years younger. Right. So it was pretty hard. Um it was pretty hard when, when it first happened because, you know, I just get home and, and sometimes you don't want to talk about it. Sometimes you do or sometimes you just same thing. You know, you don't want you want to talk about it because it's nice to get it out of your head. But then I took care of some um, patients that it just hits home because it's like I, th- I took care of a of a, a young girl in her 20s that um, that had COVID and ended up passing away. And it just like hits home because I've, I've taken care of all these people that are in their 20s. And I'm like, holy shit, like that could be me. You know, and people that have no past medical history at all, like doing good. Then this shit hits them and then they pass away. And that's what hits home. You know, it's like I think that that one time that 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 um, that that person passed away, I, I I just got out of work and I like fucking cried. I was like, holy shit, man, like this is this sucks. Like this person is young as hell, my age. And then. I don't know where you're gone. You've got kids, you know, you got siblings and parents and everything that are going to outlive you. And, and it sucks. I mean, now, and now we see it all the time, but now it's like, now it's got, I gotten more used to it. You know, I go to work and it's like, I see these people that are super sick and now I know that they're going to, you know, I know that, not that I know, I mean, but I know I, I can see it coming. I, I'm like, you know, I see somebody and I'm like, this person is just doing really bad. Like there's no way that they're going to make it. So now it's it's more of like, you know, it's it's not normal, but it's almost like I know it's coming. You know, if I see a patient and and they're doing really it's bad, reality. you almost know that it's going to happen sooner or later. You know, unfortunately, we not we, but you know, unfortunately, sometimes it's hard for family to let go. It's hard for for us to let go. It's hard for anybody to let go. But sometimes you already know that patients are too far in that they're unfortunately not going to come back. But it just sucks for the fact that you know family can't see them. There's no way of seeing them. It's gotten a little better now because we have other things like, you know, there's like Zoom and there's like, you know, FaceTime and all this stuff that thankfully some people at work have been doing, like the chaplains and everything have been helping out. So the people that are better and can talk still get to talk to their family. And even the people that are worse too, you know, the chaplains are are real nice enough to to gown up and put everything in there and go in there and, and show, you know, the family what their family member looks like. Do you feel like people are less afraid of COVID, like um, based on the way we understand it now? Because, like you said earlier, Charlie, like gowns and everything, and, and you too on the sister hospital, everything that you wear, right? Um, and now more people are able to go into a room or you know help facilitate communication with family. You feel like that we understand COVID better, and now people are kind of being less afraid of it as well, or no? I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't say we. I wouldn't say we understand it better. Um, I just, well, yeah, I, I guess you would say, I think it's understood a little better. I think now we kind of know what it is. You know, at first everybody was like, 
running around all over the place like you know their heads cut off nobody knew what to do and at first every day going to work you were like holy shit you know am i gonna get it am i gonna die in two weeks you know mm-hmm. or are my family members gonna get it and you had people you know like you said charlie um being quarantined in your house by yourself you know staying away from everybody but i think now it is a little better now we know that it's you know you just i feel like you just have to you know make sure you wash your hands clean yourself up make sure everything's good and then you can go home and hopefully would be with your family it's not as bad now i feel that we all go to work and even the nurse says, like, at first, everybody seemed a little scared. Everybody was like, oh, my God, why am I here today? Because, unfortunately, at our hospital, they created this unit. You know, they created this COVID unit, and they were pulling people from, you know, our hospital has, like, nine ICUs. So it's like we were pulling people, you know, two people from this ICU, two from that one, two from this one, and making, you know, our own unit. And everybody, so everybody would get pulled differently. You know, todos los días, like, you know, you know, or it's your turn now, you know. And people are just like, fuck, why me today? You know, like, why do I have to go today? And it's like, nobody wants to go to this unit, you know. But now it's just like, all right, whatever, you know, today I'm going to COVID. Like, now you're just used to it. Now you go down there, you get report. And, you know, it's más calmado. People kind of know the norm now. You just have to be careful. I mean, you know, I, I don't I think it'll probably be around for a while before it gets any better if if it does. Um, but I think it's a little easier now. You know, I think God can just must calmados at least. Yeah. As far as this, because we, we hear stuff from the media as far as like what's being brought out, what what's going to be tried, like Z packs and, and all this other stuff. Do you guys get basically whatever information we get from the media? Is that what they're briefing you guys as well? I mean, do do they tell you guys something differently? Like, no, Z-Packs ain't going to work. This is what's going to do it. Like, is there like an inside, I guess, to it? Or are you guys learning just as much as we are learning from whatever we get from the media from, as well? From us, for us, it's uh, me in particular. It's uh, the Illinois Department of Public Health that determines what we do. So in the very beginning, uh, the rules, guidelines, regulations change, would change on a daily basis. So in one week, you go from... We're doing it like this, and then the next day you show up, and it's like we're doing this, and then we're doing this, and then we're doing this, as we get, as the state's getting information, and of course as the numbers are going up, going down, so on and so forth. Um, Lake County, where I'm at now, is hot. Kind of the rate is increasing, so the schools have shut down again, things like that. But that's that's where we get our information from like, for our facility. As far as the news, I don't know. I don't really pay too much attention to it. I for for us, I think I think it's kind of the same thing. You know, everything everybody gets their their stuff from, you know, the Department of Health and what's going on, you know, what what they're trialing out today or whatever. So we we do get, you know, we get emails all the time at work that says, you know, this week they're trying this. And I it was weird because um my sister was just uh, asking me about it. She's like, do you know anything yet? And we had gotten a, an email that, you know, nobody told us at work, but I read, I read the email sometimes. And it was just an email that said that uh, something about if there was a vaccine or, or if there's any trials that are, because I think there's trials everywhere. I mean, you know, people are there. There's a lot of things going on to try and figure out something. But the closest thing that I've got is just, you know, if there is a vaccine, a vaccine or there is something that's going to come out, um, that email just said that they would let us know. So I think, honestly, it's just, you know, it's what's being used. And it's kind of the same thing everywhere. I do, I work with another hospital too. 
sometimes like i'll pick up at the, i work at another hospital and i get to go to like three four hospitals and they all use the same thing like we've been using the same thing you know for the for the the patients it's always been that that blood product like i said and then that other medication and some people are getting the z-pack i see some i don't know i think i think initially you do get it um either for like one or three days or something so i think a lot of people are getting that still and then the blood product and some other stuff a lot of people always get steroids you know to make sure that everything you know kind of stronger yeah it gets a little stronger and then a lot of people are getting diuretics too there's a lot of people that you know, pills or, you know, medicine to help you pee to get all rid of that fluid because a lot what's, of people... What's the Z-Pack for? Um, I don't know. I think it's to just... prevent pneumonia? Maybe. I think so to try and help it out. So when I called my doctor, so I was feeling so sick that I... I mean, I ended up calling my doctor just to see if I can get anything prescribed. Um, and she's she's like, well, are you having any trouble breathing? You know, because if you are, then we can do an x-ray, you know, make sure that you don't have pneumonia. But if you do have it, then that's where a antibiotic would kick in. Yeah. She didn't say Z-Pack. Just an antibiotic. But she did say antibiotic to help you, you know, yeah, heal that. But she's like, if you don't have any trouble breathing, stay home, get on Tylenol and ibuprofen yep. or whatever, and, and just deal with it. She's like, if you start having trouble breathing, then make sure you come in right away, you know? The, the Z-Pack... The way that those work, first of all, it's an, it's an antibiotic, azithromycin. And you take two tablets the first day, mm-hmm. one tablet a day for the next four days. But it's only five days compared to most antibiotics that are seven to ten, ten days. Yeah. But the reason that it's so short, they, like the, day that, the amount of days that you take it is only five days, is because it works for up to ten days after you stop taking it. Mm. But that's why yeah, you take that those two pills. At first yeah, day we've work. been doing. It's, it's viral, right? The the COVID nineteen. That's why I'm asking. Why why would they give the Z pack if it's not? Well, probably it's only to prevent any complications. Yeah, which is and we use every you know and everything. Morning. Most of the things that we do, everything's all IV. So it's like all this. Everything's just getting put at IV. And like I said, a lot of these people that we deal with are just super sick already. Like I don't, I don't see. I see some people that are. I I I get a lot of intubated patients. And then I'll take care of a lot of people that are on such a high amount of oxygen and are, and you know, are getting, you try to get them a little better, but sometimes they get a little worse. So I unfortunately don't get to see it as often, but there is a lot of people that are getting a lot better. You know, I mean, we've had my girl's family all kind of got sick from that uh, and they all got better. So obviously they did okay. Um, all I mean, obviously, cases. yeah, I mean, I, I didn't see them because we were away from them for, you know, three weeks four months so I, or three weeks four weeks so i didn't get to see them get better so i haven't seen the process of it getting better and thankfully you don't know none of of my family my parents my sister my brother uh none of us have gotten sick mm-hmm. um you know i feel like every day you wake up and you know and you're like fuck covid is that you you know and then you wake up and you're like oh no ando bien. you know it's like yeah, yeah. It's, it's a strange but thing, it's man. every you know every day like i'm like i don't know whatever and i'm like oh man is Something. that you and then i'm and i'm good you know but it's like but i feel like people get that every day you know it's it's not you know it's hard to, to tell what it is Especially for you guys, man, because you guys are actually in the field around COVID. I mean, for me, I tell Chuck all the time, like, dude, I only go to the grocery store. That's it, you know? And I go back home. And then, like, we see our parents and, and that's, you know, you feel like you're safe because you're not around a lot. But, I mean, you never know. You'll say that, like, you me, wife, like, we could have got it at the grocery store. We could have got it yeah. when we went out to dinner. We could, I mean, yeah. who knows? And a lot of people get more comfortable, you know, when it, this all first started, I remember, like March, all of March, I didn't see my parents or my sister or anything. So it was like, 
I didn't see them at all. And then my my nephew's birthday was in April, so it was like the first time I w- I saw them because I went over to see them. And when I went to see him, I remember it was his birthday, and I was wearing a mask, and I was like, "This is so odd." My sister's like, "Why are you wearing a mask?" And I'm like, "Oh, because you got cooties." I'm like, "It's weird, <laughs> you know. I feel like I've been around this for so long that you know it's scary. It's like I don't want to get anybody sick." And then yeah, it was you know it came May and June, and we started kind of seeing each other every every weekend or every two weeks. But I mean, we see each other now. I mean, it's it's so hard to stay away from family. I think and. And, you know, as long as everybody's doing okay, then you're just like, all right, you know, you see your family, what, one, you know, like you said, that Sunday or whatever, yeah, that you go here. see your parents. Yeah. It's only say you, you see them for a little bit and it's not, you know, you're not all up on them. It's like, it's, you know, you so see So you them guys and, are kind of like doing the COVID shake or, you know, or... I, I mean, I with like my fam- with my family, we're not, you know, my mom still sees, I just moved out, you know, me and my girl uh, moved in together in May. So um, every time I go see my mom, it's like you know tears she's like oh mijo you know you're not here i miss you and like every time i go over she's like you know that hug and it's like a 10 second hug and you know i'm not gonna show up and be like what's up mom like pound it you know i mean you just can't yeah we definitely aren't doing that i mean whenever we were sick obviously we didn't see him but um yeah we definitely don't do a covid shake for sure which i don't know if that's good or bad i mean checo no yeah yeah, yeah. i'm the same way bro like when i see my parents you know it's I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't face call my mom. Like, hey, you know, You'd be like, what the fuck? Yo te parí, boom, yeah, right. I can't do that, bro. So yeah, it's definitely a hug. Um, I, I, I don't, we, I don't normally kiss anyways. That's just the way I was brought up. But it's always, it's definitely for sure a hug. That's for sure. Um, but let me get into uh, because you talked about a little bit of a PPE, and as far as like, you know, you guys have to wear it because you're at work. Yeah. And obviously, because you guys are around COVID patients and whatnot, but us citizens, or we're just walking around, we're going to the store or whatever. Like, does a mask actually help? As far as like, what I don't, you guys I don't have, think so. Because we're a bunch of idiots, man. We don't know. What, <laughs> we touch our face. We well, that, that's the and, thing, though. You know, I I feel like I feel like every everywhere I go, I wear my mask. Um, like when I'm outside or whatever. Obviously, not at family members' houses, but whenever we go out, we wear a mask. But we always wear it the proper way, you know. You see people rocking a mask, and it's like down here, you know, or people that don't write under their nose. And I'm like, you know, and I remember seeing a picture a long time ago, and it was like, it was like a, a picture that said, you know, if 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 somebody has COVID and they wear a mask, like you're likely not gonna get it from there because they they have a mask. You know, it's like a really high percentage that you're not gonna get it from them. And then it's like, and then if that person has covid and they have a mask and you have a mask there's like really like no chance at all that you're gonna get it because you're protecting yourself they're protecting themselves so i feel like you know i feel like that the mask to me i feel like that's a really good enough way of protection um so i feel like that's what i do and when i whenever i go out i always wear it but you know make sure you motherfuckers like wear it properly like, come on like it's, it's not that hard to wear a mask it's only for a little bit, but I feel like it does, you know, I feel like it does protect yourself. I, I think that we reuse a mask, you know? So, like, for me, for example, I'll have a mask on the, uh, on like, on the church signal in my car. So I'll jump out of my car, like, oh, shit, go get my mask and just put it on, because it's just for show, I think, personally. Because, oh, you know what I mean? It's Everybody's got grimy-ass hands, you know what I mean? You walk into the store, you're all touching the same stuff. I don't know. It's just so you don't get shit, you know, so people don't... 
but look I at mean, you and kick you out of the store. You, I think you you All do right. touch a lot of things, right? But the main thing is not touching your face. And I do feel like if you're wearing the mask, I mean, how how are you going to touch your face? If you're wearing a mask, even if you go to, you know what I mean? Like you're still protecting yourself. I mean, I don't know if it works or not, but we definitely wear it because, you know, society's wearing it. We have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. When you go into public places. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it's healthy to keep the one in the car and just reuse it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's probably but not even good. the cloth one though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's the same. That, that's, that's what I don't get. I don't know how, I don't know. People wear cloth masks and, you know, power to you if you wear it, but I don't know, man. Wait, wait, wait. Where do, where do people oh, so, store them? So, do we have like a little so what are you, bag? That which, we put what are we talking in? about? The blue ones? Yeah, like just regular masks, okay. you know, because now you could even buy them anywhere, you know? I mean, go to fucking Harvard Fright and you can buy like, you know, a 10 pack or whatever. Um, and I feel like they're all around, and, but I feel like, you know, a lot of people started making their own masks and they're all like cloth, but I don't know. I just feel like they're even more uncomfortable. Like, sudas un chingo. I don't know if they're like, I think they're less you know, reliable. Um, but like Charlie said, I mean, who even knows if they actually if work. They, if, the ma- if a regular mask even helps, if you don't wear anything, would you do okay? But I mean, I don't know. I don't want to be the trial of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, number do you? One, number one, we, most of us don't wash our hands when we put them on and we don't wash our hands after we take them off. Right, right from there, you're fucked. Because you already hi- hy- hygiene-wise, what the fuck are you doing? It's right. pointless. Yeah. Because you're still touching the side of your mask. You're still touching down here. This part's touching your nose. You put it. You put it down somewhere. Well, now the part that was touching your face is on here. Now with my grandma's hands, I touch this and I walk out to my car. I touch my kids and. Now, it. how how paranoid are you guys about like touching stuff though? Like, are you because I know people that'll you know grab a napkin, pump gas, and like you know. I'm I'm not. I I have never been. I mean, no. I I tried it. It's just and it's, I can't. I just tried I feel like it. It's a lot on your mind. Yes, dude. it's too much. It's like. I don't know. I feel like you, it's like OCD. Well, like that's you probably just how I got can't. sick. <laughs> it's a lot in your mind. COVID. Pumping gas. <laughs> you know, but it's like, but it's the way you do see it a lot. You know, you see that one person and it's like, put the little glove on and put the, you know, I can't, I, unfortunately, I, I don't do that. I don't think I there's do some that. people that are really careful. Like I know my, my pops everywhere he goes, he's got a little hand sanitizer in his truck, you know? So it's like, he's very careful and, and, you know, and, you know, he's, he's old. I mean, he's young, but you know, he's older. So he's always been he's like, man, if this, thinking ahead. yeah, he's like, if this shit hits me like that, you know, I'd be so scared. And I'm like, I mean, obviously we all would be, but he feels like he's older. So he takes those extra precautions, which I think is good. Even my, my girl's dad, same thing. I feel like they always carry the little hand sanitizer and he'd be like pumping everybody. Or my dad, as soon as he gets in his truck, um, that's the first thing he does. You know, he loves going to Menards and he's always at Menards or whatever. But he'll come out and before he turns out the truck or whatever, he sprays his hand and then does it. And then yes, who. Um, but I, I can't do that. I mean, I, I don't even carry a hand sanitizer. With that, I had showed you a, a video, Charlie. Um, and there was like a doctor talking and they were saying like the reason why some of us are probably even getting sick or even catching this faster is because we are hand sanitizing and we are washing our hands so often because um what well, well, I, I don't know if you remember i think it's the flora the natural like the flora yeah your natural our... whatever you use mm-hmm. i mean it, it all depends you know I, I feel like my my sister was texting me the other day i'm always texting my sister and she was saying the other day you know i was telling you guys before we started this uh my sister still does uh her kids you know my my, my nephew still does uh in school learning so they go to school and I, one of the girls that he sit ne- next to or whatever got sick. She she tested positive, so then they you know they the kids that sat around her had to go home and quarantine for like ten or fourteen days before coming back. Even though even if they had no symptoms, just because they were next to the girl. 
So my nephew was pissed because he's like, you know, like, why the hell do I have to go? He's like, I don't even talk to this girl. Like, I don't talk to her at all. Why do I have to come home and like not see my friends or whatever? And he said que, que the little girl pues que era güera, you know, and my and my my sister was like, oh, the, you know, my my nephew Diego said that, you know, she probably got COVID because when she was little she didn't eat dirt, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know those upgrowings where it's like, you know, all the yeah. the Mexican kids be like messing around, you know, and we were all little kids, you know, doing some crazy <laughs> shit, and he's like, yeah, he she probably didn't eat dirt when she was little, so she's got fucking COVID now. <laughs> The upbringing, huh? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's those little things like that. Like, you know, how we were, how, um, how we're all saying, you know, some people might just, you know, they're, they're, you know, they might be immunosuppressed. They might not have all these other things that we have. But I mean, all the, every time you get sick, you know, your, your body somehow builds antibodies to help, you know, so that next time it sees it, it's like, what's up? You know, I'm stronger. You know, come at me, you know, try me. Mm-hmm. And then your body gets better. So, so I think that with helps. The, with the flora, I think. Um, I mean, when it comes to like the skin, the skin itself, right, is is an organ. It's a bit largest organ of the body. It protects whatever um, from getting sick. But even more important than that is the flora, the the bacteria that we have on our on our skin. That's a bigger part of preventing us from getting sick. So, number one, when we come to, when it comes to hand sanitizer, I honestly am not convinced that it even works. So that's a whole conversation. And number two, if it kills the flora on your hands, which is a good bacteria, well, yeah, you're opening the, the way for bad bacteria to do what it, you know, what it wants but to do. But that would be like people that overuse it. You know what I mean? Like, which we are now. I mean, a, mo- a lot of us. I don't know. A lot of us are, you know, but I mean, like, you know, if you get somewhere, yeah, he, you know, the, you know, you put a little hand sanitizer. Or the percentage of hand kill. sanitizer, too, because there's like a lot of it is 62, 63%, right? Alcohol. Um, I forgot when, but I there was a guideline that said ID, IDPH back when years ago said that seventy percent minimum they want you to use at least for us in healthcare. And then at work they started giving us eighty percent. And most of the shit that we buy at the stores is like sixty percent, which it's like watered down. Oh, giving, you get it from you Amazon. They're giving you vodka basically. They always still see it. It smells really cute. It's, you know, it smells like flowers and shit. You know, like this guy just said it smells that. cute. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's got little crystals hey. in it. It's pink. Compachal it smells really cute. Calaste el checo al que tiene allá. He's got the Bath and Body Works. What does three percent alcohol smell like, bro? Like roses, perfume. <laughs> And cuteness, cuteness, okay. all in one little yeah. But like I think big. you know, That's I think if, I think if you if you don't, um, as long as you're not overdoing it. I mean, there's people that are like, you know, all crazy about things, and you know, I mean, llegan con alguien and and that you know they're there for an hour. You know, they put hand sanitizer like 15 times. You know, what I mean, but there's people that do that. You <laughs> know, well, sure. I think especially like in the beginning with all this hit and everybody was, I was scared. I ain't gonna fucking lie. I was like, I was like, oh fuck, you know, especially like in the beginning, like you go to work and you're like, fuck. I was like, hell yeah, bro. They're like, oh, like you're essential. Like, you're like, you. do I really need my job? <laughs> I was like, fuck, I got payments. Um, <laughs> So in the beginning, yeah, bro, I was like, I was kind of freaked out. I was like, fuck, I don't want to catch this shit. You know what I mean? Like, if people are fucking dying. You would see like the videos from like China, motherfucking bodies getting tossed in the street, you know, just to get picked up or whatever. You would see what was happening in New York, which I want to talk about there real quick. Um, so yeah, I was freaking out a little bit. I wasn't doing the whole hand sanitizing fucking fifteen times, but I was kind of like, <laughs> he's like, like but, but I wasn't I, coming out of my room. But, but, <laughs> 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 but I could just imagine. 
other people that were probably freaked out and they probably were using hand sanitizer like a lot, you know, m- more than uh, other people. You know what I mean? And I could see how that would mess up. What was that thing again? Flora. Not Flora. Simone. <laughs> I said wait. I said wait. <laughs> so yeah, I could see that. But okay, so let me let me talk real quick about uh, New York, bro. Because you saying you said uh, I think it was off the podcast. You don't think it's airborne. Dun, dun, dun. You have you have your opinion of theories. you don't think you don't right. think. I'm not saying yeah, it's 100. percent You're saying it, but you kind of have that. Well, I don't I don't know if it you know it seems like you know people say it is, others say it's not. I mean, like Charlie was saying, is the mask really you know right, right, right. good? Is it all for show? Um, I, I don't know. I think like part of it, you know. Part of me says it is, and part of me says it, it's not because, like I was telling you guys, I mean, at work, yes, I I wear all my gear, you know, I wear my gown, my gloves, my you know goggles, everything. And when this all started, we were using, you know, everybody uses the N95, which is like the special mask to use. Um, but I've always had a beard, so um, you know, you can't wear an N95 with a beard technically because you know you get little particles that you know you still get the thing and it goes in or whatever so i had to wear that thing that's called a papper which is basically like an astronaut's like hood over you to to cover you but i didn't like that so i was like whatever plastic face yeah shield? so okay. I, I had to wear that and it's like a big ass you know like balloon that covers you it does like a little belt with you know with this little thing that gives you air and she buzz light your todo yeah basically <laughs> basically <laughs> dude and i was like no i was like fuck that you know i can't wear that so then um, I went to Menards and I bought a respirator. So I have a, I have a respirator, you know, like the painters or whatever. Uh, and it's got the filters that, you know, you switch them out like every six months or whatever. So I still wear that all the time because to me it's very comfortable. And of course, you know, you, you're at work, you're supposed to wear that. You have to wear it. I mean, if you go into a room like that, you know, I'll get fired or something if somebody sees me, but I mean, I feel, I feel well protected. I, I'm never scared that I'm going into a patient's room. Like, you know, every time I have my respirator on, I feel good. Um, but then equally enough, you know, as if I had my mask on and maybe, you know, goggles, I would feel equally protected, I feel like. Because I feel like a lot of it is also your goggles. I mean, if you go into a room and your patient's like spitting up, you know, coughing and everything, like you want to have your eyes protected. You know, I feel like that's that's that to me is more needed than like actually having, you know, like a full perfect mask that fits you that doesn't let any air particles in and i feel like your goggles and your mask are more than enough but so I, I i brought that up because they they're saying like in new york when they got hit like really bad a lot of them you know they live in apartments or whatever and they don't have uh the you know their hvac it's, it's all throughout the, you know they don't have separate mm-hmm. so they're saying that maybe that's why so many people got you know got sick so that's why i'm saying like so if if it is airborne, then it would make sense. That's that's how pe- most people got sick. Then. Exactly. You know, because through the vents. Maybe, but then you know, but then we have like Charlie saying, you know, if they have patients at their spot that test is you know positive, their HVAC is all connected too. So it's like, I mean, technically, Everybody. you know, if somebody would have gotten sick, your whole place should have been. That's true. You know, like some everybody would have been sick already. But then there's those there's those positives that don't have symptoms. Right. But even then, you know, if they were positive and even though they're not having symptoms, I mean, they're still breathing in and out. Like you wouldn't think, you know, your air system has to do something about it. I guess that's that's more real. I mean, and I feel like a lot of hospitals all around, like even in New York and everything, like when all this shit started, like most hospitals don't have these. So when you have when you're airborne or whatever, when you have to wear like an N95 mask and all that bullshit, 
you're supposed to have a proper room that has, you know, what it's called, like reverse isolation. And it has mm-hmm. to have like its own system to push air out and everything. It's like a pressurized room. So like even, you know, cuando abres la puerta, like you could feel it. It's a pressurized room. Um, but all these hospitals, I mean, can you imagine New York? I mean, I'm sure there's like oldest shit hospitals, like, you know, like we have too, obviously, like, you know, you pass by 290 and you see Loretto and you're like, damn, how the hell is that still working? You know, like <laughs> some hospitals that look like old as shit. You're like, those room, those, those hospitals. Ahí, wey, all look pretty green, wey. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know. No, it's Loretto Hospital. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like those things that you see and you're like, you know, there's definitely no way that those hospitals have enough resources to do well. Which I feel like that's what it was in New York as well. You know, I mean, you you have hospitals that don't have all these reverse isolation and everything. And I mean, us at my hospital, all our rooms are like that. And then the hospitals that I've been helping out made their rooms look like that. So it's like, ahorita entras a los cuartos and like, you know, let's say we're in a, in a, in a room this size and you have the bed, you have your computer and everything. But then on the side by the window, there is this big ass fucking machine that's like, a hole on the wall and that's how they made every room up uh you know a reverse Just isolation a yeah but i mean some hospitals i'm sure don't have it and you know i'm sure i mean they're still functioning they're everything's doing well so i mean is it is it not right i, I guess that's one of the bad things about cities just the concentration you know yeah. going, going forward like a lot of things are going to change you know and a lot of good is going to come from it too like working from home less traffic less pollution less you know all the bad stuff that we do but also, I think we have to rethink, you know, living in cities and, you know, there's a lot of good things that come from living in cities as well. But, man, living on top of each other like that is not good. And that's and that you go back all the way to like hygiene, you know, when when epidemiology started, you know, we started finding out that, you know, water sources have E. coli and bacteria and, you know, people start dying because of fecal matter. Yeah. You know, yeah. Sewer systems started being created and all that. Like it all started in cities. But we're, we still have them, right? So yeah. at some point, like, man, things got to change, you know? It's it's going to keep happening because well, like, the cities are getting bigger. Like you say, you know, a lot of people are were working from home, um, like a lot of jobs. Cuando empezó todo en, en marzo, you know, everybody was like, go home, stay home, like, go back to, you know, go back home and work from home. It seemed like everybody was working from home because, hell yeah, there was no traffic, dude. Agarraba el 290. Yeah, agarraba el, awesome. agarra el 290. <laughs> And it's like el único, the, the traffic that I would hit the worst would be on fucking. Two cops. In, in cuanto llegas, you know, it's back to normal. But back in like March, March, April, May, todo eso, like, como si nada, you know, viva madres al jale back and forth, no traffic, no nothing. And then June 1st hits. And it's like, what happened in June? You know, we, we, everything got more relaxed. You know, they, they started doing, you know, um, all surgeries and everything they got back up they were doing all of that stuff so all these hospitals opened up again all these jobs when everybody went back to work and pasó el chingo tráfico everything and what are we now we're back to this again so it's like and and now and now we know covid now we have covid we've been having it for months so now it's like if we go back to this you know if, if it hits us again because we've seen it you know these last what the last two three weeks we've seen numbers spike like crazy you know yeah. and, and we've seen it because our hospital's been fucking Basically. slammed everything every hospital that i've known that i hear around has been like super slammed they've getting so many patients the lines for testing are super every, long like, yeah like pre-covid like yeah like like when covid started yeah so it's like but it's like now i think that you know it's gonna hit us again obviously it's gonna be real bad this winter i mean i'm scared for it i, I think a lot of people are scared for it because it's you know this 
en marzo, empezó en marzo, de marzo a, a junio was really bad or whatever, pero iba saliendo el invierno, you know, so it was okay. So, like, not, so everybody who was getting sick was like, fuck, this is COVID. Well, they were but saying now, that the heat was supposed to help. Yeah, right? but now, you know, we're getting hit desde el principio. So, what, desde ahorita, desde noviembre hasta en marzo, you're going to be like, fuck, is it COVID or is it a flu? What is it, you know? I feel like everybody's going to be scared, right. but I feel like, you know, we're still not really going to give a shit because we already went through it. So I feel like jobs are still going to stay open. You know, a lot of, you know, traffic is still going to be the same. Everybody's still going to work. So there's definitely a lot more going on. So, I mean, I think we're still going to see this probably spike up real bad. I want, I want to give a shout out to all the, the non-essential workers that created all the accidents when they got off the road there was zero accident <laughs> I thought you were yeah, I, I thought you were doing something important I was like oh yeah. but you know but shout I, out non-essentials but I think <laughs> that, I think this I think this winter is going to be equally you know I, I don't think it's going to be that nice no traffic because I don't think I don't think a lot of people are going to stay home for work anymore. I feel like a lot of people are going to no, get back the to work. They, they can't stay closed. Yeah, I like how we're focusing on the traffic, guys. I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> hey, hashtag not so, no traffic. So the good thing about is is I feel like the resources because at the beginning, like you guys were mentioning in March, I mean we didn't have enough tests. You know, they were that was like the main focus. Like, yo, if you don't have symptoms, like. Don't, don't even call, show don't, up. Don't, don't yeah. even, yeah. Like, don't call don't. a doctor. Don't and now it's like home. everybody's testing. Yeah. Like you said, the lines are longer. Like any type of cold or flu or whatever you feel kind of funny, you go test. And like, I mean, now at least we have tests, you know? Yeah, ahorita pasé por los outlets de Aurora, de Aurora y Busy. hasta la madre la pinche. I was like, is this the line to the mall or is it? Yeah. Nah, and it said COVID. like COVID site. And it, yeah, it was yeah. like two lines, dude, full of, full of cars. Yeah, it's you know? crazy. Like, it's damn. crazy. But I, I mean, I'm glad that the resources damn. are there now. Um, and hopefully with this new president, I mean, it, he puts something in place to help out even more. You know, who knows if that's going to happen. But I'm hoping. Look at Checo looking, you know. All happy. Yeah. It's <laughs> <No>. <laughs> who knows? Go ahead, brother. what it but, is. <laughs> what else you got for us, Checo? All right, all right, all right. So herd immunity. Okay. O sea, Does para it... la manada de chivos. O herd o como. <laughs> okay, Would it actually help? And explain a little bit. And, of her and I know. Okay, so first of all, me, me, these me are just. A, a, hold on, to everybody. Uh, anybody listening to this podcast, watching on YouTube, like I said, these are just opinions. You know, don't don't take. Yeah, this we don't it. fucking work for anybody. VP CDC. I do not do research before I make the guidelines. <laughs> yes, this yeah. is all just off of guesstimations. How, how, yeah, guesstimations when I wake up, how I feel, and I yeah, the pretty CDC much. Guidelines. This is this is honest opinions. <laughs> But I don't know. You think so? What do you think, Charlie? I mean, do you think it? Honestly, I would. I don't know, man. I, like I said, I don't sit there and do research, and you know, it's just you know what I learn, what I what I live through, and sometimes I look stuff up and you know get a little bit of information. But from when Google, it comes, Google, Google, it's amazing, yeah. right? Powerful Google, tool. Google knows everything. <laughs> but I don't know, man. It, it, I think it would help. Um. But it's 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 a tough call, man. Can you, can you explain what herd immunity is, though, for some people that so, don't know? So herd herd immunity is like, for example, um, when we eradicate uh, diseases. Like, let's say we what, whatever you eradicated polio, polio nineteen fifty eight or something. Like yeah. That. Um, I thought we were seeing a few cases of that come back because of people not vaccinated. Exactly. That's herd yeah immunity. for the motherfuckers okay. that don't vaccinate. That's herd immunity. Okay. So so cool. what it is is it shout is out to you guys ninety something percent. <laughs> Let's say, I, I think I remember off the top of my head, I, I didn't research it before I came, but like let's say 97% or 94%. If the vaccination rates fall below that in mm -hmm. a specific population, then a disease can make a comeback. 
you know so there's a chance for it to come back so let's say if you have 100 people and 97 are vaccinated there's, there's really not a chance for something to come in there mm-hmm. and start infecting people because, because if those it three would, people that aren't vaccinated are protected by the other 97 that are got it okay so or let's say 94 whatever the, whatever the, the actual number is but it's close but that's why that's why a lot of diseases and i don't know if you guys can think of anything that have come back um ebola didn't that shit come back this year did there it? was a couple cases or something back I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I think it, I think there was some cases that came back or something. But here in the U.S. or some no, other I think country? Back, back in uh, back. Con mis paisanos in Africa. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like that's irrelevant. We don't give a shit. <laughs> that's kind of fucked up, Checo. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see his face expression, but yeah, I he was imagine. like, <laughs> it's like, dude, chill. Stay <laughs> the. But when it um, comes to the vaccine, like the, this COVID vaccine, I don't know, man. I really don't know how to feel about it. Do you think you'll be in line to get it? I think you guys will be forced to though, since you guys are in the. Well, yeah, that's true. Industry. That's true because we're because we're also forced to get the flu shot. I was yeah. gonna say that too. Oh, that's a. I mean, that was shot. another and, question. Yeah, I no, yeah, get into no, that. let's get into it. All right. I so think, I think you know, the flu shot. You know, we're we're. I don't know about you, but we are supposed to get it every year. I've been working healthcare for I don't know, like eight years already or something, and we always get it. You know. Um, at first, I used to like not be a fan of it. Siempre me enfermaba. I remember, and I don't know, maybe because I, I would never get it. I don't know. When I first got it, because, you know, I don't think we got it when we were younger. I don't even remember when everybody started getting a lot of it or always it got getting popular. it. Yeah. But we, we didn't used to get it. Y me acuerdo que como tres años seguidos, I got it. Y en cuanto me la, me la ponían, dude, I get sick as shit. Like, sick as shit. I would be, I, I got strep throat. Three years in a row, like as soon as I got the flu shot, I would get it. Suppose, supposedly, you're not you're not supposed to get sick from it, but I mean, it is like you know, it's like they're giving you little flu, like you know. So your body starts building. Yeah, so you start, That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, basically. That's you, get sick from it. you know, you're supposed your immune your immune you know your immune system supposed to get hit by it and then get back up right away because you're building immunity to it. But I remember for three years straight, man, strep throat, bien culero, like, you know, up to my throat, my, you know, my tonsils, everything, my throat was super white. I'd go and give me antibiotics, 10 days and shit. Y but that'd be after you get the flu shot? Yeah. So I would get the flu but shot. Strep, and strep again, is bacterial, though, right? I don't know, man. I would get it was strep just, every, every so you, three it was years. Like weird three you, years. Me ponía hasta la madre. Dude. I would get super sick, like in bed, fevers, everything. And it was always strep. Pues I got strep. Vas a agarrar el flu shot bien crudo, güey. <laughs> you know, back... Pinch immune system bien débil este vato. Back then in those uh, cristalera days, you know. Oh, no, no, no. Don't play cristalera. <laughs> but, but I would get sick all the time. You know, for three years straight, I got I got strep back to back, three years. And I was like, what the hell? So me, me la daba and then, yeah, me ponía bien. But then these last, like, five years, I've gotten it and I didn't really get sick from it. Like, this, this year was the first year, actually, that I got it. And I didn't feel shit. I got it, and the next day me levanté, my arm was a little sore, and that was it. And yeah, I didn't I feel anything. Get, I don't get sick from it either. But it is. It's just. When but it's you get mandatory sick from it, for us now, you know. So it's just. It's just your body building the uh, the antibodies to it, which is about a week or two that it takes to get the full antibodies from uh, from the flu vaccine, at least. But I think it's good. I think it's a. I think everybody should get it. I mean, a lot of people don't get it. Yeah, for that reason, hey, it goes like, nah, that. fuck that. Well, I yeah, I don't get shot. it. And and this is another question, though. ¿Y te pegó COVID, oh, güey? Me pegó COVID. Exactamente. <laughs> no, Exactamente. <laughs> so, here's the, here's the thing, though. No te creas, güey. And um, so, there, I forgot what year it was. It had to be three, maybe three, four years ago. There was a, a flu shot that, that was que no sirvió, güey. Like, 
it didn't it was bad or whatever like what's up with that i mean because i think they're all made there's some that are like there's a bunch of manufacturers that make them so i think some of them are maybe a little different than north than but they're oh, supposed to all be the same i, I, mean. I actually researched this before. just because it, i mean that year was like oh the flu uh shot didn't really work you know we had a lot of people sick with the flu and whatever and i remember that being a big topic on the news and i'm like it's the strains so they they make them they make them trivalent or quadrivalent, which means that there's four strains. This is where the college kicks in, bro. No, I, I just researched it. And literally Not just mine. Up the, the <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> they didn't teach me that. <laughs> 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 Scholarship. <laughs> you can tell. I was actually uh, taking notes. <laughs> Put us AP classes? <laughs> no, ni madres. I barely graduated high school. Bro. <laughs> so, so it's um, quadrivalent just means that they put four different strains of the fl- what oh. the flu that they think is gonna hit, but as it's made as let's say, again I'm not talking shit, but let's say it starts in China, and it makes its way around. That right? is talking so they shit. So hypo- they, they have hy- <laughs> <laughs> hypothesized. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, mean, I opened the door. And that, was Europa, my fault. That, was my, that was my fault. <laughs> so they 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 decide okay we think these are the strains that are, or the strain that's gonna be prominent. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they get it wrong. And no. that's, so that's, that's why okay. people get that's sick. That's when those it's trivalent. There's three strains. Quadrivalent. There's four strains. There's I think this year I, I found that there's only one company that's making a trivalent. Most of them are quadrivalent. Okay. So maybe so, those people that miss it are the ones that get sick. Or maybe it's just like let's say let's say there's one or two strains that are hitting of the flu, and they only caught they only got one right out of the four, mm-hmm. out of those two in the shot. Okay. Then, so know, we're fucked. And go, right. Exactly. So you get it or you don't get it. Maybe you are, you know, going to get screwed anyways. But going back to one mm-hmm. of the things that Checo and I were talking about over the phone, not that live, a few days ago, he's like, dude, I only get sick maybe once, maybe twice a year. So if you get the shot and then you get sick, you know, that's your one time already. I mean, you might as well take your chance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, because Checo's right about that. Like, I remember like, all right, in un año, I might get sick once, maybe twice. With the with the cold or flu, whatever you know, um, I mean, you might as well take your chance, bro. Why put stuff in your body? I mean, and I'm I'm a big fan of like, all right, I'm, I watch what I put in my body. Other than Doritos, love Doritos, <laughs> <laughs> but I try to watch what I eat. <laughs> I don't know where this guy's from. Durango, what's going on in Durango? What, something strange over there? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying like I watch, you know, I try to watch what I eat, you know, try to stick to, you know, healthy foods or whatever, not fried, you know, whatever. I just try to, you know, focus on what I put in my body just to make sure we stay as healthy as possible. Um, flu shot being one of the things I don't want, you know, just because you don't know what the hell it is, bro. It's something that's created, you know, but I mean, it's, it's been around for so long. Wouldn't you think? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So maybe has, so has cocaine and heroin, you know, and we still <laughs> put it in our bodies, right? <laughs> no, we don't. No. no, we don't. No, I'm saying like people in general, you know, right. but you yeah. know, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think, I don't know, maybe I guess because I, I work and I'm, and I always get it and we're always required to get it at, especially right. in hospitals, you're required so now I'm just like whatever you know este año me toca y me toca and thankfully I, I haven't gotten sick like I haven't been you know sick in, in a long time I mean it's been years that I've had like a really bad you know experience yeah I feel like a sheep because <laughs> I get all the vaccines <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I mean we you know I, I feel like I've, I, I've gotten everything I mean do you guys then believe in all vaccines I mean do you not get any vaccines or you know what 
And Checo's probably gonna be more. He this guy goes crazy when this guy don't believe on this shit. combo. No, no, I'm <laughs> no, sure he does. No, but no, 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 so no. this is the one thing that for my kids, right? I try to make sure that we spread them out because a lot of people and and research and things like that say that the vaccines all at once maybe can be a lot on the body of yeah. a child. Oh yeah, for sure. I so, would say so. I always tell my wife when we go like. You know, let's make sure we tell them, like, si le quieren poner tres, no, hey, spread them out. Like, we can come back and bring them back, you know? Like, we make sure he gets vaccinated. You but make a counter offer. You're like, no, doctor, one. Well, <laughs> first of all, that's one of the things, dude, that, that people are afraid of, to tell their doctor what, to, yeah. you know? Like, not what to do, but what you want, you know? Like, eh, lo que dice el doctor, en más con hispanos, I think, I feel like they're like, oh, si, sí, está bien, lo que sea. And no, dude, you're, you're paying them. They're at your service, you know what I mean? So to me, it's like, all right, if, if all I'm asking is to spread this out, we can come back, you know? Make another appointment, give them the one or give them the two. But sometimes they want to do three. I'm like, damn, that's a lot on the body. And they're saying that sometimes that causes, you know, autism or, you know, and I'm not sure how real that is. And that could probably be another, you know, topic conversation. But um, mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes these vaccines all at once can be yeah. a lot. And I think it must child. be harder, especially like, you know, like you're saying, I mean, <clears throat> you know, with people that have kids and everything, you're probably like, shit, you know, I don't want to mess it up. You know, I don't want to. I've never heard to, that to before. hurt them, but you know, I mean, you. I think you watch out more when you have kids. I mean, I don't have kids. Tengo un gato, and that's about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> no you haven't heard that? I mean, there was a documentary no, it, on that too. For me, generally, all I hear is people say vaccines in general, right? Mm -hmm. um, and not one specific vaccine, but like these are all the ingredients: formaldehyde and blah 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 blah. Um, but I've never heard anybody say when you get them. Um, so then, do you would you which, vaccinate yeah, couldn't, couldn't your kids sense. with everything then, or yeah. how does it work? Yeah, there, there's a there's a there's a schedule that the yeah. doctors follow, mm -hmm. like eighteen months, six months. Um, I think kids have to get, I think like two flu shots before whatever eight I don't know eight months or something. Well, this nigga ain't giving them. No, so, but yeah, but, <laughs> my son doesn't get flu shots either. Though. But that's that's a good that's my that's my good son point. doesn't get flu shots. I mean, and he's gotten sick and and he's gotten um I forget I forgot what it was, like what was a popular one at one point influenza or okay, uh, H one N one was it was that one. I forgot what it, yeah, like I mean, H1N1 no. is part of the uh, flu shot now. Yeah. So he ended up getting sick, and I mean, like we went to he went and they tested him. All right, he's positive, whatever. And I mean, he, the doctor's like, "Oh, did he get the flu shot?" No, he didn't. All right, we're here. Yeah, I so, mean, and people you know don't I mean? and people don't give you shit about it either. Like they're not you know, supposed to. You yeah, know what I mean? like, they don't. Like they if shouldn't. you don't get it, it's not like you get looked down on. I mean, you know, I have a lot of member, family schools, members that right? don't get the it. Schools don't let the kids in if they don't have specific shots. Yeah, well, certain, yeah. certain certain ones. Vaccines, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think even us when we were in. Yeah, like we had, for school and everything, we yeah. had to have certain ones, you know. But, but I mean, people don't look down on you unless you give your kid like no vaccines, right? Like, which probably COVID is going to be one. They probably all got everybody's going to take COVID to go back to school, or go back. But to I think they're probably going to have work. to do a lot. They're probably going to. I mean, they have to be trialing the shit out of it to get it yeah. right. I mean, I would be scared to get that first shot, you know. And you're going to be the first one too. <laughs> what was your thoughts on the vaccine thing, Checo? Because I know you had. Yeah, you, you were thoughts behind it. Well, no, I know he has a lot no, of thoughts no, behind it. I, I mean, I remember talking about it vaguely. Look, man, you. when I was little, yeah, we had to take uh, whatever shots were required for us to go to school. Mm -hmm. But right now, with the flu shot, yeah, I don't take it, bro. I've never taken the flu shot, and. I brought well, one. Huh? <laughs> no, he yeah, wants it. Fría, no, he wants it. I don't want to get strapped, bro. I left it in the engine compartment in my car. <laughs> bro, I've never taken it. My my wife works also in healthcare, and she would have to take it. She would get sick. Like, right, bro, like, not even a week after mm -hmm. the flu shot. So then 
most of the time I wouldn't get sick. I would just get like a little cough or a little, you know, whatever, like a little cold or whatever. But mm-hmm. I would never get fully sick. But I'll be like, man, it's because of you. <laughs> like you got, you took the flu shot. You got sick. Now you're passing it on to me. So I don't take it for that reason. Just because I would see how she, how she would react Nobody to respond it. respond to it. You know, like she was like full blown sick. Like, but it's almost like you wow. took it, bro. Because if if she got sick and then you got sick, you're building the antibodies for it anyways. <laughs> for so you're getting, you're, you're getting it for, for free. free. For free. <laughs> okay, cool. I didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> so technically you got it this year. <laughs> all right, bro. Look, all right. So we could talk about this for hours, I feel like. We you should. know what I mean? We, we, we really can. We, we really can. <laughs> we can sit here promoting. all day. We really can. And I'm running out of beer. But <laughs> this is one thing I wanted to bring up. It's not COVID related, but I had talked about this in the last podcast and i wanted you to elaborate on what had happened this day bro you know what i mean for for people who don't know we we had with now this is a little bit music related we had a gig with cristalera y este se hizo un pinche desmadre bro and uh we had a gig in woodstock yeah um we actually had to go play in in bensonville um and then after that, we went to go play in Woodstock, and it was already late. It was like 11 o'clock at night or something like that. And it was a rancho, so you already know. It was a probably empezaron desde las 12, so they're probably lit already, you know what I mean? From there, bro, I want you to take it, because we played. Like I said, he's on this madre. Stuff happened, and Charlie went to the rescue, man. He did his RN thing. What happened, bro? So we were... Cheche was talking about it, right? We we were playing in Bensonville that day. Got a couple. We, we played three hours there, and they were asking us to stay. We should have stayed. It was an hour drive. It was pouring rain. We got to uh, what was it? What town was it in? Woodstock. Woodstock. And um, they man, they were already lit. The front yard looked like a park, like a parking lot for a baile. They had a big ass. Hold on, hold on, real quick. So at this time too, though, I, I we were, we're starting to get back to playing. All of the parties were like 10, 15 people max. Yeah. So we show up to Woodstock. That. It was like 200 people, bro. Yeah. I was scared, bro. I was like, oh, shit. COVID for sure. All right, go ahead, bro. <laughs> so so it's in, it's in, there's a big barn or yeah, I guess you could call it a barn. I mean, this thing's got to be like a couple hundred feet long. And we're all, we set up in there. We start playing. Everyone starts going fucking nuts. Just, you know, dancing, juke and whatever. And juking, juking. I haven't heard that word in a long time. <laughs> Perreando. Oh, okay. El perreo. El perreo. Eso es popular ahorita, ¿verdad? Yeah, yeah. Todavía yeah. sigue. House music. <laughs> puro, puro pitbull hits. Y este, we played one hour. We took a break. When we started playing the second hour, all of a sudden you could see the tent in front of the barn was empty. What the fuck? And I just started seeing like little kids. I think I saw like one or two little kids being covered up by their parents and the little kids were running away they're like with their head down ah, just yelling crying like running for their lives and the parents were like covering them from something like protecting them from yeah something. like covering over them like let's go <clears throat> i think i saw like maybe one or two kids like that and then some guy runs up stop stop and then he runs back out like oh shit what the fuck and we don't see anybody anymore we just hear commotion, yelling, and, you know, all kinds of cars turning on and shit. So, I ran over there. I think you're like, hey, Charlie. I think you yelled me like, yeah, I, I don't like, want you to go over there. But. So what, I, what was the instinct to run over there? Chismoso or? No, because I knew something happened. Oh, you knew. Yeah. Like, you felt it. Yeah, I knew something happened. So, six cents y todo. Oh, so, I was like, fuck. So, I ran over there. There's a, there's a door. 
regular door, like one of these doors. For the people watching on YouTube, he just drew it in the air. There's a door. <laughs> it's open. Okay. He's and like, the kids were running. <laughs> and the people listening on Spotify, you these, can't see it, but he drew it. <laughs> Two fingers. And I didn't, I didn't go to the door. I, I peeked first. You know, I was like, like what's going on over there? And I just see more kids just running by, running by. I'm like, oh, shit. There's cars right there. And from behind a car, I seen this guy walk out and just squirting from his neck. On this side, it's just... And people just saw him. They're like, ah! I fucking ran. They were fucking away from him. Nobody helped him. Nobody helped him. Everybody was running because this guy's just squirting out. And the whole time, he's like, I'm going to fucking kill him. I'm going to fucking just... He's he still was, going. That's pissed. why nobody was helping him. <laughs> he was pissed. Nobody knew who he was, but no. Like, who he was going to kill, but they didn't want to find out if it was them. They were fucking running. So, this guy's going to fucking die. Like, any minute. You know, because his adrenaline blood was gone. going. He was squirting blood. Like, you it can was, see the heart. You it can was see that carotid. Oh, yeah. And so, I run up to him. And I and he, he at this point, he has this girl on his hip. It's like She's, like, pretty much dragging, like, chill, relax, stop. He grabs her and just, get off me. I'm going to fucking kill him. And I walk up and I'm like, oh, shit, this guy's going to either knock me out or he's going to do what I say. I'm like, bro, bro. I'm like, I'm a nurse. Stop. Chill, bro. You're squirting blood. So I, I take my shirt off and I put it on his neck. And I don't know why the fuck he didn't toss my ass because this guy was like 6'1", 6'2". Um, but he was walking around. But he, he, he kept me on his chest. Like, he knew I was helping him. He so, carried you. So like, I was, like, in front of him. And I was just like, bro, bro, just walking backwards. Like, just keeping pressure on his neck. Like, bro, stop. And I'm like, dude, you're going to pass out. You're going to pass out. So he's looking for somebody. I don't know who. At this point, you know, I'm kind of looking around. And there's two <laughs> You're ladies. like, let me help you. <laughs> yeah, let me, yeah, let me help you. So Let's look for him. His neck, and there's two ladies on the floor. They got hit by cars. So, you know, there's people around them. Um, it's just mayhem. So eventually he he just stops and you could tell in his eyes that he was just kind of like kind of looking up he wasn't like focusing on anything and i'm like all right and like this guy's either gonna go down or he's gonna keep going finally somebody brought a chair and they put a chair right behind him he didn't want to sit down but he couldn't walk forward anymore either so he finally he had already lost too much blood he sat down he was he was pretty much gonna go in shock pretty soon and he sat down. He started, he's, you could tell he was starting to get tired, you know, because when you're in shock, what happens is you're losing the volume of blood, right? You're losing blood. So one of the, the things that happens in shock is as you lose more blood, that means there's less oxygen. So what your heart does, it starts pumping faster to circulate the blood faster to get the oxygen to the rest of the body, the little bit that there is there. So that means that as it pumps faster and harder, you're losing more blood. So you bleed out faster. That's, that's shock. Yeah. It makes no sense, but, you know, the body thinks that it does. Um, and by then, you know, the paramedics get there. I'm soaked in blood. Um, I start walking out, like, to, like, the street. And, like, when the paramedics are showing up, they're like, I'm like, no, 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 I'm a nurse. I'm a nurse. Like, so, oh, okay, cool. As soon as I say, like, oh, I'm a nurse, I'm an RN, they're just like, all right, cool. They just keep going. They just keep going. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what they did to him, but it turns out that that guy that I was on um, had been in a car accident. I think it, uh, he was a trucker, probably. So he had been in an accident, and he was on Coumadin. Mm. His his girl told me he's on Coumadin. I'm like, holy fuck! Like this guy could. Now just, what the hell is Coumadin? Coumadin's a blood thinner. Oh. 
So it's a blood thinner, which means that you could bleed out. Y'all looked at me like I should have known. You knew? <laughs> I knew because we nah, were already talking. I, I was about to tell you. I was about to tell you, but it just means it, it, you're, you know, you're on a blood thinner, like he said, and it just takes, your body takes forever to clot. So, you know, it decortas and you just bleed out for a long time. Oh, snap. And, and it could be like, uh, for example, it could be inside your body. So this was just a bad time for this guy to get stabbed. I mean, not that there's a good time, but being on Kumite is even worse. Yeah, or yeah, any kind of blood, th- like yeah. even aspirin. If you're taking aspirin, yeah. that don't get cut while Plavix, you're taking aspirin. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty much this guy bad, bad time, bad place, and it was his birthday, and he was a guy that was gonna pay us, and he's on an ambulance and we haven't got paid. Anyway, that's Damn, not the point. Still, yeah. So it, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that doesn't matter. Whatever. You know, I mean, like, yeah, it does. What you mean? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you know, couple hundred bucks here and there. Like this guy, you know, fighting gonna, for his life. Yeah. Like I don't give a fuck. You know, if you guys pay me or not, whatever. But um, but ahorita era para que te mandaron check. We got paid. We got we, paid. We got paid. Yeah, we got paid. And thankfully, I'm hoping he's good, right? He, yeah. As far as I know, he's good. You nah, know, you try to, yeah, I follow him on Facebook. We're friends. <laughs> <laughs> We're, Shout out. <laughs> never, never, talk, never talked to him again. Uh, you know, I don't yeah. even know who this guy. What this you guy's just name did your is? Civic but, duty, ahí, compañero. Yeah. But as far as I know, yeah, he's. I'm sure he's no. thankful of some sort. You know, he's probably like, I don't even know who the hell you were, but I don't know if he remembers me. But exactly. But I'm sure he's probably thankful for something. Thankful he didn't toss my ass because could have easily um and uh yeah i i ended up saying there oh by the way there was somebody else that got stabbed i i know i know uh, the podcast before um supposedly it was one person i heard that there was another person stabbed but i never saw this person mm. i only saw uh, two ladies on the floor one of them couldn't even look at me once once this guy was finally sitting down and somebody was holding pressure on his on his uh wound on his wound for him so after that i went to check out those two ladies one of them, they were like on top of her, right? Like the mo- like the daughter of the mother, you know? Like fuck, that's terrible. And uh, she's, I'm like, hey, I'm like, how much pain do you have? My hip. How much? From zero to ten, eight. And I'm like, look at me, look at me. And she, she couldn't even. Her eyes just kind of like twitched because she couldn't, she couldn't. She couldn't so focus. I, like, give me a phone. Somebody give me a phone. Trying to like focus. She was able to, you know, her eyes were, were still working. Um, but man, I think she got a broken hip. Cause she couldn't move and they were trying to move her i'm like don't touch, touch her. her at all just keep her comfortable not even her neck just maybe you know kind of keep her head comfort so it's not on the dirt but besides that you don't know if she has any service you know neck fractures back fractures obviously her hip is probably shit so i mean she could die of a blood clot at that point maybe that was if, a you rough know, night for you guys man yeah because most people you know there's things like that um I don't know, man. You know, it's like we, I personally feel like we, ha- I have to do that. You know, like that's what I'm I feel like for, it's, it's you know? instinct, you know, like, yeah, it is. Pega volada, like people, I- people run away and I'm like, oh shit, like what's going on, you know? And it's not because I'm nosy. It's because I know that most people don't know, you know, most people aren't yeah, trained it's to hard. Do. Well, yeah, you know, and a lot of people that are not used to it or that don't, you know, don't work in that field or whatever, even if they know what to do. Um, it's hard to you know execute it. Like yeah. you're probably like oh, the first time. The first like for example, the first time I had to do, I should have done CPR. I froze when we. I was in nursing school, and somebody just passed out in the kitchen, in the dining room of the of the of the of the of the, of the hospital, and I froze. And ever since then, I was like, fuck. I was like, I I'm trained for this shit. I have my CPR card. I'm like, never. It's never gonna happen to me again. Never, but now, never. you know what? And now they're saying that the way you do CPR has changed, right? Yeah, it's AB, ABC. No, CBA now. Compressions first. Mm-hmm. And then, now you don't have to I put your mouth in the C, CAB? I don't I know. thought it was airway. Anyway. Nah. No, it's not ABC anymore. It's not airway breathing. It's 
compression first. Mm-hmm. Because the, I think when you're even yeah when you're by I mean this is not a CPR class but <laughs> if you're by yourself if you're by yourself you shouldn't even give a shit about airway you should just be doing compressions yeah like if yeah. you can't get any help and you're the only one there just don't Cause, stop cause compressions y- you want to now they say you want to focus on the circulating the blood yeah right mm-hmm. but it but, does uh, hit like in- instinct because uh so last year for Thanksgiving um my dad's probably gonna hate me for this but. Um, cause I was talking to my parents right now and they said that when they were asking when this was going to be up, I was like, maybe like two weeks so you guys can listen to it. <laughs> um, but last week or last year for Thanksgiving, um, same thing, you know, I mean, I've always had, I've had some experiences where I like hit, like, you know, it hits me the voila, like I get into mode and I, you know, it's like, you don't, you don't even think about what you're doing, but it just happens. Uh, last year we were eating, um, you know, everybody was good. We were like eating at home. And then my dad, siempre my dad for Thanksgiving, you know, he cooks everything. He anda todo al tiro every every year. And he was like, we were almost, you know, everybody was sitting down already to eat. And he was like, you know, like he had his plate down, but he was like still taking shit out of the oven and all this. And he was like eating and he grabbed a bite of food when he was standing up and then he started choking. He um, and he went to the he went to the sink and then he thought he was going to spit it up and he started choking. And then he turned around and he was like, you know, I can't breathe. Yeah, he's like, I can't breathe. And then, you know, well, everybody just kind of stared at him. And they were like, dude, like, I don't know where I just stood up. And then I did like the Heimlich on him. I turned him around and I just pushed his stomach and I gave him like, you know, I gave him like two, three pumps. Yeah. And he spit it out. And then he was like, (sighs) you know, and just gained everything back. And then my brother was like, what the fuck? My brother's like, dude, how the hell did you do that? This and that. Yo, what was he eating, bro? What? I don't. I don't even remember. I think it was like a piece of turkey or something. Like but that, it was something. You know, it was something guess. pretty big yeah. because he was walking and he was moving. Y como que no se, you know, no se dio cuenta. He was like still biting and like you know grabbing things and pulling things out. He said la toro. And you know, turkey's fucking dry, and you know, and it just happened. But you know, thankfully nothing happened. But we did that pretty quick, and it was like the talk of the night. You know, and then he sat down and he was like scared to you know start eating again. Again, but I mean, I feel like it just hits you. Like you just do things quick. And, th- and that's exactly what it is like the reason i was like like when you say like everybody just like was staring at him somebody's got to kick into action yeah it's 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 funny at the moment because he was okay but it's like yeah afterwards it's funny you know yeah, but yeah, afterwards yeah but like at the moment like oh that's not funny man it's yeah. like and everybody, everybody like, but everybody oh, does go into shock yeah, you know because like, nobody what do wants I do? What to Fuck, do you know it's like, oh, thank God you were here, because obviously all of us didn't do shit. We were just staring at him. Yeah. You know, like, so, I mean, it was funny. That we has talked to be about crazy, it for though, days, to not but... be able to like. Well, every time we've probably been in a situation, we're able to kind of cough it up, or you know. Yeah. But to not be able to bring that back up to save yourself, that must be a yeah. insane. And it was feeling. scary. Once I thought, after, you know, afterwards you think about it, and you're like, holy shit, this could have gone south, you know. And and when oh. you do the Heimlich, right? It's like let's say right below the the bottom of the sternum, and you go in and up. And it's they call they call it a thrust, so it's not like you're like pushing your yeah. stomach a little bit. Like you're you're, you're going, going up, you're going. You you got to lift them up their feet, you know, to really get get the pressure to get the you know the force of it to come out. Man, that's that's you've it's, done it's, that it's too or no? no? No, I haven't. Okay. Yeah, I had never done it either. You know, just all everything just in class. Like you know, I mean, obviously we take CPR every year and ACLS and everything and all these other classes, but um, I had never done it, so it was you know it was pretty scary. To, I'm to just gonna put it. this out there for for babies. Um, it's an, it's, an, it's on the back, so you, you have to put them face down, and then, you're and like, then you're tapping them on the back, because um, obviously it's more likely to happen to a baby than, than anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everybody should know that, because man, 
you know, you break the baby's ribs or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't yeah. try to push on a baby's belly. <laughs> cool. So we're going to wrap this up, brothers. Um, I'm going to thank you guys for coming out here, bro. Thank you for uh, having spending us. some time. Of course, man. Spending some time with us, chopping it up, este, giving us some knowledge. You know, and everything on, on COVID and opinions, opinions, yeah, experiences, yeah. experiences, yeah. experiences. more than anything. Sure. I mean, este compañoy. No oh, man, uh, super appreciative. Uh, thanks for the knowledge. I'm sure the subscribers, también, they're gonna appreciate all the all the info and experiences you guys have been dealing with. Man, thanks for coming out. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, good thank, seeing you guys for sure. Yeah, yeah. thank oh, yeah. thank you for guys sure. more than anything. You know, I mean, you know, just like we said, just talking about our experiences. Nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing on paper, but. Mm-hmm. Just some cool stuff that yeah. that we come up with. So, any saludos que quieran mandar before we travel? No, no saludos para toda la raza que nos escucha. Everybody that that you know that's gonna listen to this or whatnot. Um, keep it up. You know, all the episodes are fun and everything. They're fun to hear. Um, you know, definitely all the experiences that we've been through as as bandmates and everything has also been fun. So, of course, pay attention to that. Yeah, no, just just shout out to all the you know all the people that uh that watch, all the people that uh show love, all the people that uh that share. Uh, the podcast um, I never been one to listen to podcasts before but uh, this you know it's changed with this so it's it's awesome man thanks for having us on so, thank you brothers uh, we're on Spotify Apple Podcasts obviously we're on YouTube so definitely subscribe check us out and uh, that's it Compass on filter deuces peace, peace. peace.